Hello, my name is Alexander Morari, and I'm the founder of ITK Media, and you've tuned in to our ITK Media podcast about Central and Eastern European uh, startups that are in pre-series uh, A stage. And our guest today is Avelina Nikula, the co-founder of Kinderpedia, and that's a complete communication and management solution for education, a SaaS-based platform and mobile app for parents to interact with kindergartens and primary schools. Buna Sara Evelina. Nasara Alex, great to see you. Yeah, thank you very much. Look, I'm always interested in educational um, uh, companies. I mean, ed tech companies, because I think ed, ed tech or education, the conservative education system that we have like globally and definitely in all the like local markets as well, local educational markets are not well adjusted to the 21st century challenges for sure. If um, we take this as a kind of a warm up, I know it's a lo long story and long conversation could, could ensue. But anyways, what would you say are the key challenges for preschool and primary school education currently? Well, you touched a very sensitive point, uh, the one about the education system being very conservative. And this is something that we are dealing with uh, every day. Indeed, education is nowadays uh, facing uh, two major challenges. On one hand, there's uh, the overwhelming and burdening administration that is leading to lots of wasted time and resources. Imagine how many people in a school have to do the same thing over and over again because systems are not communicating between each other. For example, taking attendance, which in many schools is still done by hand on a paper on the gray on the grade book on the paper grade book and then uh, registered into an excel file and the excel file is then centralized into a larger excel file and imported into a, into a system and so on yeah, so this is yeah. just an example of how uh, how education can be transformed from the from the administrative point of view but this is just one of the pains the other pain is uh, very much related to communication it's related to internal communication which is sometimes and most of the times poor and it uh, shows a uh, lack of professionalism and uh, uh, shakes the trust and also uh, communication to parents which uh, works precisely on this uh, matter if communication with families is good then uh, schools have a good foundation of trust and they can really contribute to children's uh, educational progress and this is where we are trying to bring a significant transformation in management and communication through technology okay and and look whatever all you described right now imagine you would describe in such a way a business this business should have been killed right away right if there's problems with internal communication with all the stakeholders and there's too much paperwork and too much time spent not on serving not on providing services to your target clients but on on filling in reports and so on and so on it's like worst you could say worst corporate nightmare what you described right now right if we if we would be so radical we would probably have to kill many businesses but fortunately education is still doing a lot of good stuff because there are lots of passionate people which are involved in uh, taking care of our children and uh, developing them what we have to do is provide them with the means they most of them don't even know there are means for them to do their job better to forget about pen and paper to to work easier and to save time and focus more on the things that matter like quality education 
function. So let's not uh, necessarily look, uh, think, think of the most uh, radical tool, but much rather see how we can introduce the alternatives to them uh, yeah. better. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, I'm very much interested to hear more details about the solution itself, just because uh, I have a preschooler and primary schooler uh, in my family as well. And I really hate what's going on with the, all the paperwork and all the workload, which is not related to actually giving, like providing services or, you know, trying to educate. Education is, is le takes less and less time, uh, education itself, and more is, like you should say, uh, administration. So with this, let's move on to round one. <coughs> round one is the one dedicated to solution the product, the app. Let's uh, start with you briefly introducing the product, and then I suggest we have a we have a watch of a very short uh, uh, clip that will explain a lot, definitely. Uh, let's start by saying that Kinderpedia helps the staff of schools and childcare centers save from six to nine hours a week of their administrative time, precisely that time which is not dedicated to education where it would help the most. Also, it offers a complete class management solution and functionalities, which includes the daily schedule, the attendance, the grade book of children, a module mm -hmm. for homework where uh, teachers can set up the homework for children, give them assignments. Children can access their homework from their mobile devices, uh, submit it there, and also get almost instantly the teacher's feedback because teachers also can correct their ho the homework from their own smartphones. We have a solution for document storing and distribution. And if needed, any class from the daily schedule may turn into a video conference when children cannot attend uh, school. So this makes the solution optimal for both schools and kindergartens, as I was saying. And what is doing most, and I'm happy to hear that you are uh, a parent because uh, we are uh, always excited to talk to parents and to get their feedback about what we are doing, it improves parental involvement through a secure and easy to use interface. So it offers, and it also offers managers a, a complete perspective over all the activities and communication in their institution. So basically what it does, it brings schools to the, to the 21st uh, century with a technology which is accessible, it's intuitive, it's user-friendly, but most of all is assisted by passionate people who are always willing to give them a hand and to help them adopt uh, new ways of uh, working. See, ever since we started Kinderpedia, we built it for scale-up. So it is securely hosted on uh, cloud on AWS. The solution is multi-language, it's already available in more than 15 languages, and it is okay. multi-currency because it includes a strong financial management module which allows schools to automatically issue uh, invoices for their tuition fees. And it works as a native mobile app, as I was saying, for Android and iOS for both school and family. And does it mean you focus on the private schools, preschools, or it depends? Kinderpedia is built equally for uh, private schools and public schools, okay. but given the fact that we are so innovative, uh, obviously we have a better chance when it comes to private education, because uh, people who manage private schools are much more entrepreneurial, they are much more goal focused, and for them adoption is uh, just a matter of uh, benefits. So there normally Kinderpedia finds its way quite easily, but given 
given the, situ the pandemic situation and the fact that throughout the world we have been facing COVID for more than a year and a half now, we also have uh, partnerships with uh, the ministry in okay. uh, Romania and we have uh, a significant adoption from the public sector as well. So here is a small echo from the beginning of the conversation where people treating educational services as, as business are, are necessarily more open to innovation and to trying new new tools. And so we know what more or less and then we will see we will have a we'll, we will have a look at the um, application itself or platform itself and tell me uh, ask the question somehow why like so we know what and why did you uh, did you decide to you know to jump into this um, uh, ship and try to what to 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 sail the seas of conservative uh, you know thick waters of uh, modern education? This is a wonderful question. Thank you for it because it leads us straight to the beginning of our project when Kinderpedia had been built as a communication tool. Because at the time we realized there was such a huge gap in communication between families and schools and such an amazing opportunity was being lost because uh, teachers and parents were not uh, collaborating well, in, well enough for children to enjoy uh, the results and the progress which comes from that collaboration. And I will quote uh, a study from Global Family Research Fund. It's actually a recent study which shows that family involvement in education is one of the main predictors of a child's success, but not only in school, also in life. So this is what we started with. And we, when we went to the schools and kindergartens with our solution, they said, this is amazing. But in order for us to communicate better with families and to build this dynamic triangle between teacher, student, and parent, we need to have a far better internal organization. And we literally built Kinderpedia based on their feedback. And we are still doing this every time we talk to our users. So this is what uh, got us running, uh, the conviction, uh, the belief that uh, parental involvement in education is one of the main pillars of uh, children's development, especially in today's society when we are no longer preparing children to do precisely the same thing over and over again. And education has to be more creative, more dynamic, more interactive every day in order to attend to the challenges and to the needs of a society which is changing in ways that we can't even uh, anticipate today. And as a quick, very quick and short uh, follow-up, I, I think the one of the key issues is also that the educational system currently is 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 teaching facts, but not teaching how to learn things properly. But that's another conversation, definitely. And this I see. Sure. In, I, I would uh, love I, to talk about that. Yeah, 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 of course. But it should be like a different series of podcasts, uh, not uh, tech-related. <laughs> And I yeah, understand. and I would laugh, I would laugh, but you know, time, time, time. Let's move on now to and have a look at the at the um, this uh, this video that you prepared. Meet Kinderpedia, the smart tool that helps childcare centers save six to nine hours per week while keeping parents connected and engaged. Instead of the classic pen and paper, the daily check-in is now done with just a few taps. Parents and other staff members are instantly informed. With just a few more taps, teachers log how much each child ate throughout the day. 
By using the quick message functionality, teachers send messages, reminders, and even alerts directly to the parents. In an emergency, the alerts may even be sent as SMS. Both parents receive a push notification on their phones and can reply instantly. The Menu Planner offers parents information about the child's daily meals and shows how much their child ate. Parents can navigate to a specific date and see the full report, including quantities and nutritional values by simply scrolling down. Unique moments from the children's day are captured by teachers who can easily create photo albums and share them privately and securely with parents. Parents can now be part of their child's day and even share memories with family and friends. Using the calendar module, parents are invited to events and can RSVP right in the app. No more uncertainty about the number of participants or missed events by parents. Parents receive the invoices in the app, shortening payment cycles and giving management a constant overview about cash flow. Teachers reduce administration time, communicate more efficiently with parents, and seamlessly share photos and information about the children's day. Parents are informed and connected. They have access to meaningful information at their convenience and a direct communication channel to teachers. Managers have a real-time view of presence and ratios, communication flows, and finances, while building a stronger community of engaged and committed parents. With Kinderpedia, it's easy to be there. Evelina, thanks. Um, that, uh, just one word in my mind, amazing. Amazing. How, when can I try this for kindergarten, for my kindergarten? I mean, my son's kindergarten. But now, see, if seriously, it seems like an all-inclusive and, I mean, all-inclusive, like well thought over, all-inclusive, of course, you get all the feedback all the time. Um, in your mind, how, how ready is it now for scale up? Scaling up, I mean, like globally, right, I guess. Technically, we have been built for scale up and uh, ever since we uh, moved to cloud, uh, that was um, set from all points of view. But uh, when it comes to market readiness, I believe we now we are more ready than ever because we already have an international presence. We are um, present in 14 countries throughout uh, three continents. It is still a limited presence, but it is very important that part of it, this presence is built through uh, our uh, partnership with um, Maple Bear Global Schools, which is uh, the largest uh, Canadian education franchise who chose Kinderpedia initially for the Central and Eastern Europe, then okay. expanded uh, their collaboration with us in uh, United Arab Emirates. And now we are uh, gradually building up our partnership throughout uh, other regions uh, as well. So um, when it comes to technology and especially to a SaaS technology for schools like uh, ours, it's not so much about uh, the, the technical readiness as it is uh, about the actual ability to address a certain market. 
And as I was saying, we are now more ready than ever because we already have best practice and success stories from several markets, which we can show as a reference for future collaborations. Yeah. Okay. Now a little bit about the business itself. Like, like not, not very, not not too many inside information. But what's the pricing model, and uh, and the subscription packages uh, that you offer your clients? So Kinderpedia is a SaaS model. So we work on a subscription base. The subscription is paid by the school, and it is structured per child per month. It starts around uh, 100 euros and uh, based on uh, the number of uh, functionalities and on the size of the school, it may uh, vary. So 100 euro more or less is like the basic plan, I understand. And then per student, uh, you have what additional, um, I understand, uh, monthly subscription payments. So the subscription is uh, around three euro per child uh, yes. per month. Okay. okay. And um, okay. It, it grows, uh, it builds up uh, depending on the size of the institution. Okay. And how many paying customers or maybe otherwise, how many how many paid for students you have right now in the portfolio, like all around in the whole global operation? There are more than uh, 2000 schools registered on uh, Kinderpedia today. Okay. Um, out of them, uh, a few hundreds are uh, already paying customers. And uh, what I can say, tell you or much rather than the number of students is that our MRR increased to 50,000 euros uh, at uh, the level of October 2021. Just to make sure, uh, October 2021, your MRR is at level 20,000 euro monthly. 50. 50, Sorry, 50 you said, 50. Yeah, okay, okay. So by global standards, uh, double that, and you're ready for Series A, right? But we will discuss financials later on. Now, sure. what is the biggest issue in the scale-up um, and rollout kind of the program right now? To get in touch with, like, to convince convince private schools, I understand, to switch from current tool or from no tool to your tool. Um, marketing oh. like local sales kind of uh, penetration by sales reps and so on like what's the biggest issue right now when we look at uh, international markets um the most important thing is uh, building some sort of uh, awareness because uh, people are more likely to buy something and to get into a partnership with people that they know we already have this figured out in romania where we have a strong presence and uh, we have a name and we are very much involved in the digital transformation of education and we are trying to do the same on uh, other markets we are we are starting with uh, similar tools we we are trying to do research to understand the specific pains of every market that we are uh, looking at and to position ourselves as a much rather a consultant, a counselor, a partner in transformation than just a service provider. 
uh, it helps a lot, as I was saying, to already have some traction on that specific market because that gives us the valuable case studies and testimonials to put in front of our uh, future users. But naturally, for uh, for any startup which is still struggling to widen and to develop its infrastructure, uh, sales and uh, marketing logistics are also something that, that we are constantly working on because we are still too small to have large dedicated sales teams and okay. yet too specific to be sold in bulk with anything else so kinderpedia is assisted it's a it's a service that comes with a induction with onboarding with permanent support which means that we have to be by the side of our customers and users day to day and this is requiring several resources and as as it is the communication of the need and our make us making sure that they understand very well what we are what we serve for and how we can improve their day-to-day -day activity yeah, it, it can become very intuitive based on what I've seen already, but of course you need some onboarding uh, period as well, right? And it just popped up in my mind this idea that I think the best selling time for you is the summer holidays, right? Just between, just, um, or when, I mean, especially primary school, because this is more definite, right? They have uh, two or three months, depending on the market of uh, 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 off, I mean, off school period, right? And this is where teachers and headmasters and principals and managers uh, have more time, I guess, for such such uh, decisions. Would, yeah, would, would you agree? Is this a good point? There is there is a, a certain seasonality in uh, onboarding on Kinderpedia, not necessarily sales because our colleagues are doing this throughout the year, but sometimes okay. they okay. are much more likely to adopt a new solution starting the beginning of the school year, which puts a lot of pressure on our teams because we would have to deliver all the trainings and to do all the onboardings at the same uh -huh. time. Okay. So that is why we are trying through our commercial approach to bring uh, to widen that um, opportunity uh, window to make it uh, to make it wider and to start uh, even in may sometimes even in april and even yeah, though okay. may, they might not be willing to start right away we are trying to do all the logistics related to their onboarding before so that they are uh, ready when uh, the school year comes Mm -hmm. So with potential partners like Maple Bear, right? That's a, a, a whole network, I understand, of schools uh, globally. Um, which is best solution? I mean, which is best strategy for you to to promote with these uh, kind of organizations? Bottom up, like start with one with one with one uh, school and then another, and then go to headquarters or go to headquarter kind of decision makers right away. Uh, to us, it always worked uh, going grassroots. So proving our concept with one school and then gradually building up our reach has worked better than trying to build our way to the top and convince a large scale network decision maker and then cascade the solution down. This may work later on when we have a far okay. better awareness and uh, credibility. So far, we are well aware of the fact that we are still new to the market and especially to large uh, traditional and legacy companies so we we are more than willing to to prove our efficiency and to build up from there okay so you need to find a, uh, a let's say a portfolio of schools 
or a group of schools or, or, or a network of schools that where each of the schools has enough autonomy, right, to try and uh, test out something like that. Okay, interesting. Look, in the case this... of uh, yeah, sorry, go on. In the case of Maple Bear, because we started talking about them, uh, because they are a franchise and uh, they are uh, organized by uh, regions, uh, they need uh, to have uh, a sort of uh, coherence in the way schools communicate to families. And this is what we built our uh, benefits on, the fact that they needed all to communicate in the same way, to have a certain level of transparency, to okay. respect okay. some standards. And Kinderpedia was providing and is providing for them this precise infrastructure that allows them to work in the same way and to, to do the same procedures, even though they are working working on different uh, regions. Let's move on uh, to the next round of our uh, conversation. Round two is competition or competitive landscape. Um, I could guess, but of course I prepared for this as well, that there are, there are lots of competitors as well. And this is pretty competitive, uh, competitive uh, space. And you mentioned before the conversation that Facebook and WhatsApp are like far behind and already cannot catch up with something like this solution. What about your more direct competitors, somebody who's going the same kind of uh, road with you, down the same road with you and uh, trying basically to compete with you and uh, uh, these solutions, like there, there, there's a solution from Denmark, India, uh, US, and definitely much more. These are just the ones that I, I, I'm aware of. How do you think you are or will be better? And basically, how, how, how can you win over this market first? So I will uh, comment on two sides. On one hand, Facebook and WhatsApp are still our greatest competitors because unfortunately, they are more used by schools than other solutions. And this is a pity. Uh, and secondly, when it comes to direct competitors, as you mentioned, especially when they come from different regions, uh, different continents, such as Australia, US, uh, uh, India, uh, I would not necessarily see them as competition today because we share a common goal. And that goal is to transform education. Kinderpedia would not be able to transform education throughout the world today. We may be able to do this within one year, two years, three years, but for now, now, uh, we do the same thing as our competitors. We do our best to help teachers, to uh, give them the aid that they need in order to work more efficiently, to direct more of their time towards teaching, to involve parents in education, to have schools uh, be uh, those uh, models of value and uh, of uh, actual day-to-day -day, uh, principles they, they are supposed to represent. And if we do that, then we're not competitors. We are partners in transforming education and we will become competitors when we start fighting over the same markets. But I believe that is somewhere in front of us. Of course, we have a strategy for, for this competition, but today well, I am happy that they exist and I'm happy that people are doing the same thing that we are doing throughout the world because this is making our society uh, better today as i was yeah. saying we, as we would not be able to do uh, all over the all over the world 
when it comes to competition uh, what we are doing is solving a lot of problems as you were saying there are competitors uh, in more traditional ed tech markets such as uk for example who started their solution 20 years ago they are doing many of the they have many of the features which we have and they bring some of the benefits that we are also bringing to the table but they do it in a much more antiquated manner because their solution has been built it's desktop based it's a software that you need to download and set up on your computer you need to buy a license to have someone update it every once in a while and you can imagine how difficult and inaccessible that is compared to an app which is in your palm every day so that is one generation of technology that we are gradually replacing on some schools even here in uh, Romania there are some of them and I've seen them uh, throughout the world and it's also very important that they exist because they have been on the market for uh, for a lot of time before and from many points of views they are the uh, they set the foundation of uh, of this transformation that we are uh, that we are doing now in uh, education and there are solutions like ours modern solutions which are catering to a slice of the problem that we are addressing for example communication there are solutions who address communication they are like a social engagement platform of the school but they don't do class management as well or they don't do financial management for the school that is why normally when we go to a modern school we replace two or three other digital tools one of them may be a school platform which has been built several years yeah. ago maybe 10 15 years ago uh, one or two uh, engagement tools which are some nice cool apps but which need to be handled separately from the management solution and sometimes even a financial tool because as i was as i was saying uh, it's a strong point that kinderpedia also has this financial management module which allows schools yeah. to okay. associate children to tuition plans, to import their bank statements and to associate payments with uh, with invoices and so on. Adelina, um, I'm, I'm sure you are following successes of your more kind of modern uh, competitors. So imagine you have a set a set of features in Kintipedia, your program, and then there are uh, sets of features for all the competitors. So if, if you combine all the features that your competitors have that you don't, which one or two you plan to implement into, into Kinterpedia, like next on your priority list? The one that you are missing and your, your competitors, some of your competitors have this feature, don't name the competitor, but anyways, and you okay. plan to implement this as well because it will make your uh, app or platform uh, a little bit better. Okay, excellent. That, that's a great question. I will give you an example that we are basically rolling out just now. Um, many of the schools which are using Kinderpedia for two, three years, some of them were also using another tool or other tools because they weren't all using the same and I'll explain why to uh, track children's progress. So they were using Kinderpedia for day-to-day uh, -day management, class management, communication with families, but they also had a different tool where they were making observations about uh, uh, children's progress according to certain curriculum. They were making lesson plans in order to bring children to date on certain competencies and so on. 
So we, what we did, because we got this feedback for, from them, some of them were using uh, uh, some tools which were adapted to early years foundation stage, which is the British curriculum. Some of them were using a tool for Montessori and so on. So they were not all using the same. So we did, what we realized is that there's actually a need. On one hand, for schools to track this progress, to see how children are doing, besides grades because we already know that grades are not saying a lot about performance okay. so how can we uh, connect teachers how can we make them aware of children's progress and allow them to observe it on the go and to make uh, periodical reports okay. on how children are uh, are doing in school and also to make it transparent to parents and we built this on kinderpedia but not just for one curriculum we are doing this in such in such a versatile way that any school may out upload their own curriculum and what we are doing now because the feature is just released it is in beta test for some of our schools is to uh, upload ourselves curriculums which are uh, ad uh, adapted to Montessori, Waldorf, early years, step by step and many other uh, school, uh, school systems across the world so that they find it in the library and they just personalize it to their own needs. Yes, Evelina, thanks. Let's move on to next round. And next round is a very quick, relaxed couple of uh, questions. So what are, what are the best productivity hacks that you could share with us? One of the things that works for me, and I have to say that I'm constantly struggling with this, is getting uh, up very early in the morning. Uh, okay. I started uh, with getting up at six and now because we are already on winter time, I'm uh, getting closer and closer to five o'clock. And one of my principles is to try to do as much as I can before eight o'clock. Uh, that is my most productive time of the day. It's the time when I can uh, do uh, research, when I can do brainstorming and the time when I can give the most insightful feedback. Because then, as you know, and the, probably many of the entrepreneurs uh, and professionals who are following us know, the days uh, are then segmented in small calls, in, in office interactions, which make it far more uh, difficult to concentrate. So this yeah. is what uh, this is what works for me. Amazing. Okay, and then I have a follow-up question. So let's say let's take specific morning tomorrow. Uh, you wake up at 5 a.m. or around that time. Do you have already a plan for this couple of hour uh, kind of full concentration session or you wake up and then you see what you do today? Uh, you know what I mean? Okay, so you wake up at 5 yes. a.m. Do you have a plan normally what you, to focus on? I'm, uh, I'm focusing normally on a big project and I'm trying to put small uh, bricks onto it. And then I also try to get some small wins in order to get me going. So just give a feedback on a project, get some other people working as well, because if they find their uh, uh, work validated or they already find suggestions at the time they get into the office, it okay. also gives them a feeling of accomplishment and a sense of purpose and uh, direction. Would you include, for instance, uh, into this morning morning working sessions, um, also let's say emails that require more thinking or like you know more like deeper thought to 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 a reply from a key client or something? Would this be part of your uh, routine as well? 
only if they require, as you were pointing, deeper thought. Otherwise, emails is something that I handle throughout the day. And normally, I don't reply to clients at five o'clock in the morning. I normally just do it within uh, within the internal team. For the clients, if it is indeed something important, you have, if I have to work on a, a partnership uh, proposal or something that uh, involves a bit of creativity, then I can do the draft at five to seven, seven thirty. But I will probably send it at 9.30 from the office. Yeah, yeah, that's what I had in mind, of course, to prepare the draft and then even schedule, like many email agents allow to schedule sending out. Okay, interesting. And now, and one last question here in this uh, round. Can you share with us any unique tool other than Slack, Asana, Trello, and all this stuff, any unique tool uh, application that you have discovered and like helped you a lot? Well, Kinderpedia, <laughs> it helps me keep up with uh, my child's uh, activity throughout the day. And it gives me the peace of mind to uh, know that while I'm focusing on my tasks, other people are uh, taking care of uh, my child. And that any time I need, I don't uh, have to be anxious because information is uh, right there in, uh, in the palm of my hand. And I sincerely hope that uh, as many uh, professional parents as possible have this uh, peace of mind, especially when it comes to mothers and especially when it comes to kindergarten, which is a very emotional time when uh, many parents are constantly thinking about their children and making sure that they did the right thing by leaving them in uh, kindergarten or in nursery. Uh, dear viewers, here's an example of a very effective marketing uh, marketing professional uh, approaching a question uh, that, that Evelina managed to loop back to the product and application itself. Um, okay, like if that was a figure skating, then the marks would be 6.0, uh, 6.0 for marketing and communication kind of skills. Thank you very much. Let's move on to round four. And here's where we discuss the company itself. Okay. So how many founders do you have? We are three founders. Uh, myself, uh, I'm dealing with the marketing. Uh, Daniel Rogoz, who is uh, my partner and the CEO of uh, the company, and Valentin Ila, who is the CTO. We started together in uh, 2014. And I believe one of the key ingredients which brought us to the success that we have today is the fact that we have complementary skills, but that we are very well aligned when it comes to goals and we trust each other enough in order to run things smoothly on each lane of the company. Complementarity is key and definitely like, uh, you know, as they say in physics, uh, or mechanics, three, three, three pillars is the least number of, uh, of most stability you can reach. So with you, I believe it's more, it's more or less clear as far as your like, coverage in the company. Same with Valentin and Daniel as CEO and co-founder. What, what are his areas of uh, key focus in the company? Uh, Daniel is the pure blood entrepreneur. So he was probably only hired for a few months throughout his life. He started his uh, first company in uh, um, college 
and um, that, that company who was uh, doing uh, communication and digital solutions for clients was the company which incubated the the idea of Kinderpedia. So I was uh, I was helping him, and we uh, uh, together we brought it from uh, from idea to to product. So he acts as a product manager, and he's also in charge of uh, strategic uh, expansion. And come on, yourself, you you have experience in different um, industries as well. Uh, of special mention should be your time with a real global real estate advisory franchise, you could say, right, or, or alliance partner in in Romania. That was interesting. Um, and I mean, DTZ Equinox, right? Yes, they are Cushman and Wakefield uh, today. Yeah. Indeed, I, I spent five years with them and those were uh, five years which uh, brought me a lot of uh, insight when it uh, when it comes to marketing. But even so, it, it was a significant shift because I moved from uh, uh, a business to business corporate uh, environment to an environment which even though looks as it is business to business, it's very personal, it's uh, very, very warm and very emotional. Uh, as okay. you would not okay. see normally in corporate uh, real estate. So uh, yeah. it took a yeah. lot of uh, re reshaping and reformatting the, the marketing path, uh, paths when we started our Kinderpedia. But mm -hmm. uh, everything I did before prepared me for, uh, for this uh, significant switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, for, for all types of accounts, uh, big global accounts or smaller local school and so on. Yeah, definitely. By the way, how old is your child right now? Preschool or primary? Almost five years. So he's still in preschool. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So basically you have your own internal client. Um, what? For the next five years, you say? For the next five years at least, right? Even... Even more so because Kinderpedia has been gradually growing. I mean, we will not go towards academia, but uh, we already have clients all the way to high school. So normally ah, a private, yeah, uh, private okay. school uses Kinderpedia from nursery uh, all the way to high school. And for, uh, for high school, because the name Kinderpedia is not so suitable and it doesn't appeal so well to mm -hmm. uh, high school students, mm -hmm. uh, we, have a, we have a different and alternative uh, label, which is called My Class, but it's providing uh, the same solution just under a cooler name for kids. Is My Class already up and running? Yes. Ah, okay. So welcome to the next uh, podcast uh, in a while, in a bit, okay, <laughs> about my class. Now, and what about the rest of the team? How many people in the team right now are you recruiting? What are key positions you're looking for? So there are 25 people in uh, our team today. We are actively rec recruiting sales, marketing. We are recruiting front-end developers. And uh, we are also uh, looking for international partners. So wherever throughout Europe or across the world, uh, your audience is listening to us. If uh, you are interested in transforming education and you would like to be part of a dynamic community, which is uh, trying to do uh, nice and creative things every day in order to make school more relevant, more catchy, and to ease uh, teachers' work, then join us. I think many non-marketing founders 
can treat our uh, podcast today as a quick like workshop or crash course about how to communicate uh, in a clever marketing kind of uh, way uh, features and values of your company. Amazing. Now, uh, a quick Q&A. How do you define partners or potential distribution partners? What types of partners you're looking for? So they may be complementary services or uh, they may they may be teachers they may be okay. some uh, ambassadors with uh, influence in the field of uh, education anyone okay. who has uh, access to schools and who is also uh, um, tech uh, tech savvy and uh, willing to to be part in this uh, in this digital uh, transformation uh, would do but normally i would say that people who are already doing something in relation to schools are most likely the most uh, uh, suitable partners they may be ngos or who knows ah okay so individuals or relevant organizations like widely understood okay but including ex ex educators or ex decision makers let's say in educational kind of environments and so on that know all the like ins and outs and uh, all the issues and problems and pain points okay interesting and as far as sales marketing coders um would you focus on office base and that's in bucharest i understand or i open to remote work as well we are open to remote work as well, especially because the positions that we are recruiting now would be mostly dedicated to other markets than uh, Romania. So we we are basically recruiting anywhere. And do you have currently uh, team members outside of your Bucharest office? Yes. So Where? even uh -huh. even in the founding uh, even in the founding partners uh, structure, uh, Daniel and I uh, work from the Bucharest office while uh, Valentin, our CTO, is working from Cluj. And uh, several mm -hmm. of our uh, programmers are uh, also in uh, Cluj. So we already have a small cluster, a Kinderpedia uh, cluster okay. there. Distributed office, okay. Yeah, okay, interesting. Evelyn, let's move on now to round five. And round five is called Formula F3, funding for the future. And before future, let's cover uh, in a nutshell your history by now. And so by now, uh, $3.6 million, I understand approximately uh, in total, right? That's the, your external investment by now. And the last round you still call as pre-seed round, right? Mm -hmm. So that's interesting combination. So you say, ah, oh, sorry again, say it again. I, I believe it is seed, right? I'm seed. Okay, sorry. So look, so here's a company, SaaS-based, a like beloved type of businesses for for investors globally. You say your uh, sustainable, I understand, right? It's sustainable MRR is currently at fifty k mm, <laughs> euro monthly, and you're still on seed. How come? What are your plan plans to change this? Or do you need basically? Are you now in the uh, in the market for capital? So we we just got funded uh, yeah. one month ago. We got uh, one point eight million from uh, early game ventures as a okay. lead investor. 
in the round, uh, uh, our former lead investors and the partners from ROCAX also participated, as well as the investors from the Seedbling community, because last year we had a campaign on uh, Seedbling. They are a regional crowdfunding uh, platform, mm -hmm. and there are more than 50 people uh, backed Kinderpedia for uh, for that uh, round of uh, development and also grow channel angel investors which are uh, an angel investment group from Timisoara uh, were part of the previous round and also joined us in uh, in this round so from this point of view uh, we are uh, we are fine for now and what we are looking for uh, at this moment is to make the best of uh, the capital which we attracted and to make sure that we uh, reach uh, reach the goals as you said double the numbers <laughs> yeah yeah so so guys six six rounds 3.6 million dollars by now latest october in october, beginning october 2021 and which is the seed round so that's uh, like seems to me that your next round should be somewhere 2022 for sure right is it is this pl the plan yes Yes, okay. mo most likely in 2022, we will be attracting some, uh, but probably towards uh, the end of the year. Yeah, and now, Avelina, before we finish, here's an easy question for you. What's the exit scenario for yourself in this project? So there are uh, several potential exit scenarios for us. I'll just say that we are not looking for um, a very uh, prompt uh, exit. We, we are here for the long run because we are very passionate about what we are doing. And I particularly see myself advocating for the transformation of education many years from uh, now. But potential uh, exits may come from uh, uh, either mergers or acquisitions with other uh, large scale players, but that depends a lot on how each and every one of these players grows on the, on the market. We may be the one acquiring other players within four or five years from now, who knows? Uh, it may come through acquisition from uh, a huge, and there are a few uh, huge uh, uh, education uh, institutions like large school chains or um, a partnership with a large school chain, which uh, uh, ends up in a large liquidity event for us. And uh, it may also happen to through, a, uh, as I was saying, an acquisition by a large tech player who doesn't have a strong uh, presence in uh, the field of education. Those are those are just a few of the scenarios. But EdTech is still very young. We haven't seen a lot of exits, so we're not looking at this right now. We're just looking at being relevant in what we are doing on as many markets as possible. And as I was saying, well, we are still young. We still want to have a lot to do and a lot to prove. And there's such a huge need on the education field that we hardly have the time to, to think about how will it be when we uh, withdraw on that uh, uh, savage island uh, or take a cruise uh, with a sailboat around the, the world. Evelina, thanks. And on this poetic uh, and vivid, with this vivid picture in our minds, we wish all the best. Good luck in sailing the, uh, just as I say, thick, thick waters of modern education and change it to the better. You have your own internal client and I have my own two clients in the family. And as soon as we finish this uh, conversation, I will definitely ask you, how can we bring this into my son's uh, kindergarten? Thank you very much, Evelina. All the best. Thank you for the invitation and uh, have a nice day.